A very warm welcome to the Liturgy of Committal here at Westburn Cemetery for Ellen McGee. Welcome to Ellen's children, Anne-Marie, Caroline, Bernadette and Katrina, spouses, grandchildren and family members, especially Anne, Gary and Hugh. Her husband Robert is not able to be with us here today, but is very much with us in spirit. But he is also very much in our thoughts and prayers today. Welcome to many people who later on today will be joining us in the audio recording that will be available on St Bride's website. Many people today would have wished to have been here, but are unable to be here because of the restrictions placed upon us at this time. They send their best wishes and an assurance of their prayers to this family gathered here in this cemetery today. Requiem Mass was said for Ellen earlier and a memorial Mass will be offered for her when the restrictions are lifted. Today is a sad day in the life of this family. They have gathered in this place to say farewell to someone who meant so much to them. These moments weigh heavily on us but we are lifted up by the bright light that was Ellen's life. We think of her kindness, her gentleness and her care for others over a whole lifetime, the love and affection that she showed to her family. A long period of illness came in those final years which necessitated her uh, having care in the home. She was looked after very well at Bailiston Care Home and she passed away very peacefully there just a couple of days ago. Those final years were hard to watch but we sense today that Ellen is now at peace. She can, lay a, she can lay the cross to the side now and be at rest. Rest in the peace and the love of God and in that place where all tears will be wiped away. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. May the God of hope give you the fullness of peace, and may the Lord of life be always with you. We gather here to commend our dear sister to God our Father and to commit her body to this earth. In the spirit of the resurrection of our faith and the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, we offer our prayers for Ellen. All praise to you, Lord God of all creation. Praise to, your holy, to you, holy and living God. We praise and bless you for your mercy. We praise and bless you for your kindness. You sanctify the homes of the living and make holy the places of the dead. You alone open the gates of righteousness and lead us to the dwelling of the saints. We praise you, our refuge and strength. We bless you, our God and Redeemer. Your praise is always in our hearts and in our lips, and we remember the mighty deeds of your covenant. From the Gospel of St John, Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still, and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you, and after I have gone and prepared you a place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am you may be too, 
know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. I suppose over the years this cemetery would have been very well known to Ellen. Many of her family were buried here in this place. Over the years she would have come to lay to rest those who were closest to her in her life, her parents, her twin sister, her other relatives' graves which are nearby. Today we come to lay Ellen to rest in this place surrounded by family members that meant so much to her. Although for many years she lived in married life in different places, this town and this place that she'd grown up in meant very much to her. Some of the best memories of her life perhaps took place here, which no doubt she may be recounted to her children. So today is a homecoming of sorts. Her journey to this place today would have been through the streets that she knew so well. The journey would have taken her near the places that she lived, near the school that she attended, near the churches that she prayed in as a child and a young woman, and in which she made her sacraments. Where it began, in a sense, it ends. And there seems like a full circle in this. To this place of her birth and her young life, she returns for these final prayers blessings and laying to rest of her body in this soil, this rich clay of this town that she loved so well. But today signifies another homecoming, a homecoming to God himself. At the end we must make this journey ourselves in the knowledge that God himself always wishes to welcome us home, to his home in which there are many rooms. We go there not as strangers, but we go as children of God returning to our maker. All through her life, Ellen had a strong faith and fully participated in parish life. Her prayers, her faith and her sacraments meant so much to her. I was glad in those final days to have given her those last sacraments, which I know would have meant so much to her. Those final prayers underlined her faith that had been lived from start to finish, from beginning to end. In baptism, she was given the light of Christ to follow. That light was never extinguished and was followed right to the end. Her life itself began on the 11th of February 1941. Her parents, Michael and Annie Fitzpatrick, she had deep affection and love for her parents all her days. She had a twin sister, Teresa, and a young sister, Anne. She was very close to her sisters and their husbands and their families, and she missed Teresa very much when she died just a number of years ago. Her mother, I believe, introduced her to household chores at an early age, and she even helped her mother in her young years to clean those bigger houses in Cambus Lang. For her troubles, she would always recount she would get a miserly piece of fruit from the owners for her troubles. 
but these were to be things that she would excel at in life, cleaning, washing and ironing. No one could touch her in these things. They were all done to a very high standard. Although it has to be said that according to the family, her culinary skills didn't match her ability to clean a house from top to bottom. It would be true to say that she was not an adventurous cook and was not one for trying anything that she regarded to be new. These were regarded with suspicion. She had a great affection for her Aunt Nell all her life and would remember that she would be taken to see the pictures to the movies, as we would say today. Nell would bring her sweets along for for Ellen, but would eat most of them herself. Ellen herself attended uh, St Bride's School in her young years. She met her future husband Robert at the Parish Youth Club in St Caddocks. They were married in 1960, and at the time of her death, they were to be married for 60 years. Married life was to be spent in Fernhill and Spring Hall, but for most of her married life, their home was in East Kilbride. In time, four girls were to be born, Anne-Marie, Caroline, Bernadette and Katrina. Ellen was to be a great mother to the family, kind, generous, open and supportive. As the years passed, she was delighted to have grandchildren too, which meant so much to her, and later still, to have great-grandchildren too. She, she, I believe, retained a great love for children all her days, and particularly babies. She was famed for her knitting. She could knit like few others, at high speed, and produced knitting things of great beauty and outstanding quality. Everyone got some of that knitting over the years, family, neighbours and friends. It seemed at one time half the town benefited from wearing Ellen's knitting. It would always be done at high speed while watching TV and, believe it not, teaching others to knit at the same time. This seemed impossible to young members of the family, but she was certainly able somehow to do it. Family times were always important to her. Christmas meant together, holidays to England, Morecambe and St Anne's, at the beginning of August, they all stick out as great highlights in the memory of family members these many years later. She was a very dedicated member of the parishes that she belonged to, St Bride's, St Caddock's, St Mark's, St Anthony's and of course St Leonard's. She involved herself in guilds, volunteered her services not surprisingly uh, for someone who loved to clean, to clean the church each week. She missed her twin, Teresa, very much. Just two years after her, her uh, Teresa's death, she too became ill, and it was a, an illness that was to last 11 years. A hard illness, taking away her memory and necessitating her to be cared for in a residential home. The progress of the illness was hard to watch, as it robbed her of so much. Ellen was a kindly and good person, Generous, thoughtful and compassionate. For her, the family was the centre of her life and she was, to, she was delighted to see her own children into adult life and her grandchildren grown up and new grandchildren with her as well. New great-grandchildren with her as well. Today, we have come to this place 
to attend to the things around about her funeral. In this simple ceremony, we lay Ellen herself to rest with great tenderness in this soil that is before us. She was a good person and had a generous life and great love for her family and great care for others. She had a gentle spirit. These things do not die in this soil, but they are remembered forever because love does not die. These things don't die in this soil, but are remembered and rewarded by God. In this place, in this grave, in this last resting place, we commend this good, kind and gentle soul to the love and mercy of God. May she receive from his hands a rich blessing for such a good, gracious and kindly life that has meant so much to so many. Lord Jesus Christ, by your own three days in the the tomb, you hallowed the graves of all who believe in you, and so made the grave a sign of hope that promises resurrection even as it claims our mortal bodies. Grant that our dear sister may sleep here in peace until you awaken her to glory, for you are the resurrection and the life. Then she will see you face to face, and in your light will see light and know the splendour of God. Before we go our separate ways, Let us take leave of our dear sister. May our farewell express our affection for her. May it ease our sadness and strengthen our hope. One day we shall joyfully greet her again when the love of Christ which conquers all things destroys even death itself. Into your hands, Father of mercies, we now commend our dear sister in this sure and certain hope that together with all who have died in Christ she might rise in the last day. Merciful Lord, turn toward us and listen to our prayers. Open the gates of paradise to your servant and help us who remain to comfort one another with assurances of faith until we all meet in Christ and are with you and with our sister forever. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Eternal rest grant unto her, Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon her. May she rest in peace. And may her soul and the souls of all the faithful departed the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. And may the love of God and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ console you and gently wipe every tear from your eyes. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. We'll now have our final hymn. Keep going.